1: From Café Vermilionville in Lafayette, we're out to lunch with creative business consultant Aileen Bennett. It's business, Acadiana style. Hi, I'm Aileen Bennett. Welcome to Out to Lunch. When we talk about successful business, we usually talk about the idea behind it. We tend to do that because a single moment of inspiration is more exciting to talk about than all the years of hard work it takes to build a business. But there's also another quality that's vital in making the leap from inspiration to action, courage. You can have the best idea in the world for a business, but if you don't have the courage to take the leap and turn your idea into reality, the courage to keep going through the tough times, then you simply won't have a successful business. Maria DuCoti had the courage to walk away from a safe career to start a business she knew little to nothing about. Maria was a teacher for 14 years and an assistant principal for 9 years. In 2010, she was at an education conference in Baltimore and she went on a food tour that's when the inspiration hit a food tour would be a business that would work in Lafayette Maria thought somebody ought to do that the somebody it's turned out was going to be herself for over seven years now Maria's company Cajun Food Tours has been running daily food tours in Lafayette and around Acadiana Maria Ducotti welcome to Out to Lunch thank you Jada McGee was born and raised in Captain, Louisiana. When she was 17, Jada started designing, sewing and selling children's clothing. She sold her clothes at farmer's markets and used the money to help support herself through college. Then Jada opened a store, Blush Boutique in Abbeville. Blush Boutique eventually left children's clothing behind and specialised in women's fashion. But by 2017, like a lot of retail in America, business at Blush Boutique had slowed down. Jada was thinking that after 10 years she would have to close, but she didn't want to do that. So instead, knowing nothing about web design or social media marketing, Jada decided to build her own website and create a marketing campaign based on video-driven social media. The strategy worked, Blush Boutique in Abbeville bounced back and today is a booming business. Jada McGee, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. Maria, when you started Cajun Food Tours, you'd spent decades in education as a teacher and assistant principal. You had no background in business and you had no culinary experience. If someone had come to you for advice back then and told you these circumstances, you might have reasonably advised them that quitting a good career to become an (laughs) entrepreneur in a field you know nothing about is a recipe for disaster. I'm sure that option crossed your mind. So looking back, what was it that gave you the courage to take that leap and launch Cajun Food Tours?
2: well you're absolutely right when when the idea first hit me it was like um, it, it, it it sounded crazy to me and I really tried for a long time about three months to pray the idea away and um, Lord you know, give this to someone else yes yes because um, and it was making me sick like but the idea kept um, like my brain was figuring out every detail of the business even though I'd didn't know how to be an entrepreneur my brain was like I couldn't think of anything else and I wasn't sleeping I didn't sleep for three months I think that's a sign I yeah yeah, and I and I had every detail worked out from how it was going to be paid for to how I was going to approach the restaurants to how the inside of my bus would look I mean every detail before I even mentioned it to my husband you know I had all these details worked out I really I, I don't think it was like a flash of courage that's for sure I think it was after three months making myself sick, um, I had to give in to the idea, you know, and just try it. And that was kind of how I went into it was, I'm just going to try this. And I'm going to try it until a door closes. You know, um, I, I didn't expect it to work, really. You didn't yeah. expect that
1: door to be the, the, bus to, the bus door on your first tour. On my tour. first
2: tour. That was, that was the first door that closed, honestly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Nice. Jada, one of the most threatened industries in the United States today is retail. Yes. Massive competition from Amazon and e-commerce search is driving down prices, changing shopping habits and forcing some of the most successful retailers to close stores all around the country. Not only are you still in business, but Blush Boutique in Amberville is doing better than ever it would seem that whatever you're doing might be a lesson for american retail in general you attribute your success to a website and facebook but it can't quite be that simple there are millions of facebook pages and tens of millions of websites So tell us in a little more detail what specifically are you doing online that's driving people into your store
3: i always try to think about what is the x factor what sets me apart from everyone else and honestly if i think about it it's just being honest with people um, we talked about this earlier, but I tried to be what I thought I needed to be. I tried being, you know, picture perfect, and all the pictures were perfect, and all the clothing matched perfect, and it was what everyone else was doing and getting things that everyone else had. But I realized if you're just really honest with people and you're like, hey, I'm wearing comfy clothes, and it's fashionable. You can wear it to go shopping. You can wear it to take care of your kids. You can wear it to work. That's what people really want. They want someone that's honest and you know, provides a really good customer service, so that's what I really try to focus on. It is pretty much less about the clothes, but more about who you are as a person and just really providing really great customer service and honest customer service. If I know something is not going to fit someone, I'm honest with them. I'm not just going to try to sell you something. Um, I try to be honest as possible. And you
1: use Facebook Live as a huge tool? I have, which is
3: so scary, because there is no room for mess-ups. If you mess up, everyone sees it. But everyone just loves you that little bit more, right? (laughs) I think so. Um, One time I was doing one, the internet went out, and it was, like, crashing, and I had to keep getting back on. And I think at some point I said, oh, you know... Jesus, take the wheel or something like that. And, you know, I may have cussed a little bit on there, too. But And someone messaged me the next day and was like, my husband and I were watching you, and we, like, had the best time. We turned off the show we were watching and just watched it Facebook Live.
1: So how often do you do a Facebook Live, and how many people do you have watching? Um, I do
3: it, well, with the holidays, it kind of slowed down a little bit. But it was every Monday. This past Tuesday, I did one. Um, I had to reschedule. I had a kid sick, whatever. But um, I do it every week and at any given point, I have about 200, 300 people and then up to like 3,000, 4,000 shares on it. So it really just depends. I had people like two weeks later saying, hey, I, I saw that video you did because obviously once it's on Facebook, it's yeah. there forever. Yeah,
1: Facebook Live doesn't disappear, it stays no, there as a video. it stays
3: there forever and so she's like, oh yeah, I was just watching it, do you still have this available? So even if they're not watching in that moment, they can go back and watch it. Can so, you delete it if you want to? You can delete it if you want to, but I mean, what's the fun okay. in that? <laughs> yeah, the whole just, just keep all the mess up. The, the live
1: thing. How do you have so many people watching and so many people sharing when you're a small store in Abbeville?
3: Because it becomes an incentive. I try to say, um, if you share the video, you can be entered to win a prize. So every week ah. I give a prize away, someone that's shared. Also, if you buy something on the live feed while you're actually watching, it's free shipping. Um, if you buy it after the live feed, then I have to charge shipping. Oh. But that's kind of like an incentive to watch, and you know, I try and to, to, to help buy everyone. now
1: rather than put it off. Right, it's all about exactly. Getting that decision. Because that's
3: another thing I've learned: if you don't respond immediately and quickly, people
1: forget. We never do it later. <laughs> right. Out of Maria, sight, out of mind. How do you find the people to come on your tours? Is it all tourists? Is it locals? Where are they? Um, that's a really big
2: question because I do a lot of things, I guess. But um, on. Internet um, advertising and being present on the Internet and working really, really hard on my website's SEO to make sure that you come up when people Google things to do in Lafayette. Um, The second part of your question, almost half of my guests are local, believe it or not. That was another thing that really surprised me. I never saw yeah. that coming. Um, about half of them are what I would call either local or semi-local, meaning they uh, either live right here in Acadiana or they drove in from the de- for the day, like maybe from um, Alexandria. All of or my or
3: friends are going and they love it, by yeah. the way. Really? really? <laughs> I have have you haven't come now? I've never gone, oh, okay. but a lot of my friends are talking about it I didn't even know it existed yeah. for a long time. Because it's yeah, a chance for locals
1: it. to try. Like, explain what the tours are. You stop at a number of different restaurants yeah. and have we, a snack or an appetizer.
2: Exactly. We have, um, I mean, I have this little cozy bus. Everybody loves the bus. We have other tours too, that are walking and not on the bus, but everybody loves the bus, especially the locals. Because we um, see the bus driving right, around town. visible. And, and it's, it's really cozy visible. on the inside. If you, neither of you have been on it, it's, um, everybody faces each other. That's why it's wonderful, because, like, I just had the, um, my favorite kind of tours when I have people, a few locals, and people from all over the world, all together, sitting on my bus, facing each other, visiting with each other, um, you know, while we're bebopping around Acadiana and I'm doing all the the history and why our culture is why you know why our culture is what it is and why our food is what it is and then of course we're stopping at about 5 different restaurants to eat food, you know. Um, so we try, like you said, uh, a little sample, a couple of little things at each. Uh, and how pizza. do you
1: choose where they stop? Do the restaurants bribe yeah. you? Do you? Pay? <laughs> who
2: pays who? I um, I they pay, You know, I have about thirty different restaurant partners, and um, every tour is just kind of based on. Um, a rotation and which which restaurants um, are open at that time and the traffic it, you know every tour is based on the traffic you know you have to go kind of against the traffic flow um, to get around because a tour only lasts about three hours so um, we try to go and to we're going to five places in three hours you know and so
1: how do the restaurants get on the list because you know they um, all want I to do say, that I say
2: yes this is um, the way you get on the list is to be one of my favourite restaurants and so if a restaurant calls me I like me, that <laughs> if a restaurant because when I first started i started with uh 12 restaurants my my like 12 restaurants and did you just call loved. them and
1: say can they come and
2: talk to you sort of like that i started out by sending them a letter telling them what and i had my letterhead printed and also it looked like i knew what i was doing even though like you established earlier yeah, yeah. i didn't um but i you know and i said here's what cajun food tours can do for you here's what you we'd like you to do for us um and then yeah and then i asked i uh i set up an appointment to try to meet with the owner or the, you know, GM of each restaurant to talk about what we wanted to do. but um,
1: So they get an influx of people who are trying a little bit of sample to hope that, that they will come back to exactly, the restaurant. Exactly.
2: Exactly what it does for the restaurants is that, and even, like I said, half of my guests are local, so that's... And that's icing on the cake for my restaurants. That these people not only might just come back once or twice while they're in town, but they may become lifelong customers. You know, and they probably will because I only use awesome restaurants. So every place I take them is absolutely awesome. That my I, I say my um, you know I have very high standards for someone I put on my tour. Uh, you know, like I said, I started with 14. I have about 40 now um, when you add all the different tours together. But um, but, like I said, it's my favorite restaurants. But some, re- so if a restaurant calls me and says, Hey, how do we get on your tour? I say, Well, um, you have to be one of my favorite restaurants. Where are you? What do you do? I'll start checking it out and I'll let you know if you become one of my favorite restaurants. You know, oh, so now they have to audition. So. Well, they don't even know it's me. I, I'll go in and, with my friends and like I don't ever introduce myself the first time I go to restaurants. Yeah. So you're yeah. like a food critic. Nice. Sort of, but secret, but not secret. really. Cause secret. I, yeah. But, yeah, just very secretly. You like, if I don't care for a place, I just never mention anything. You, you won't know? be able to
1: do that for much longer. People know your face, and they're going to know yeah. who you are eventually. Mm-hmm. And you wa- yeah. But we're willing to go, to go and, and test restaurants for you, aren't we, oh, yeah. I have definitely. so many
2: people on my uh, yeah. research and development. I can development. do that job we, for you. We call that research and development, and everybody says, can I be on your research and development team? You know. You're
1: know. you listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Aileen Bennett. I'm talking with Maria Ducotti from Cajun Food Tours and Jada McGee from Blush Boutique in Abbeville. So, Jada... Why do you still have a bricks and mortar store if online is so successful? Well,
3: one day I calculated, okay, well, how many people are coming in? What's the average sales? What's the average sales of online? You actually sat down and... Yes, I actually sat down and did, did it. Which I don't do uh, book stuff too often, so this was a special occasion. So I sat down, I was I like... I love that you do oh, this book stuff. Book stuff. <laughs> um, my husband usually does the book stuff, you know. But I sat down, I looked at it, and I said, okay, what are... Maybe I can close the store. One, I have to have expenses there, obviously, and cut that out. Then I looked at it, and since the website was doing better, more people were coming in the store. And they would say, okay, well, instead of my shipping my stuff, you know, save your money on shipping. I'll just go pick it up at the store. I might want to look around. So that's kind of how it happened. So now we actually doubled our sales in the store and now we have this whole other avenue of you know money
1: and you'd need a place to keep all that stuff anyway yeah my husband won't let me
3: keep it at home and And i'd end up wearing it if it was home you
1: you know the face of your business
2: i mean to be able to that people can go and meet exactly that's so important well
3: you say that but um my husband and i travel around for his job so i'm not actually in the store all the time that's another reason why i started the facebook lives because people weren't seeing me and they were like well where'd you go <laughs> you were always there and I'm like well now I travel around with my husband i on Facebook been... live <laughs> yeah I was like but now you can see me on Monday nights I'm like a TV show but even yeah. if they
1: don't get to meet you in the store they know that you chose everything and it's your yes. personality that's stamped on all the decisions I tell everyone
3: and and again very honestly I try everything on that comes in the door so I know how it's going to fit you know I definitely don't have a size to body shape so I know how it's going to fit quote-unquote a real woman someone with curves, you know, had kids, whatever. I know how it's gonna fit, I know how it's gonna wear, I know if it's a good quality or not, and I can give that information to my customers. And then a lot of times I'll take videos of myself, you know, trying things on and I'll post it and people like seeing it. I know it sounds really crazy, but. No, we awesome. like that
1: personal thing. It's right. what we're all craving. The more stores get more Well, you can't go to Dillard's.
3: You can't go to Dillard's and, you know, and say, hey, could you try offering. that on for me? I don't right. feel like right. it. And take a, it and take great a video though.
1: and just, sh- yeah, right. Yeah, just
3: send it and to, send it to, me. to me. me. I'll think about right. it later, you know. At 3 a.m. I'll shop, you know, whatever. But um, that's really the beauty of Facebook and we're able to do it. And Facebook and the website. But I say Facebook because that's kind of where I stay.
1: Maria and Jada, this is part of the show that we call your brother-in-law. You're finally getting a bit of time to yourself, getting a mani-pedi when your phone rings. It's your brother-in-law. He normally only calls when he needs relationship advice, but this time it's different. This time your brother-in-law has a business proposition for you. Maria, your brother-in-law says he can help you build on the success of Cajun food tours. It's pretty simple. And he can make you both a ton of money. Cajun booze tours. The name says it all. From Fred's in Mamou to the Bayou Rum Distillery... (laughs) There are so many great places to get a drink in Acadiana. With the right approach, your brother-in-law says, you and he could turn Acadiana into the Napa Valley of Liquor. Your brother-in-law is prepared to quit his job at Panera Bread <laughs> and throw himself into Cajun booze tours full-time. What do you tell him?
2: Well, that's funny that you say that because everybody and their grandma have recommended to me that I should do booze tours. You know, and so I recommend recommended also. And and yeah, so. <laughs> okay, and this is my answer. Um, that's what party buses are for. Um, And my second answer is, that is not my passion. If you get on my bus and you take my Cajun food tour, you will see my passion. I promise you, you'll see my passion. Because you talk
1: about the history of the place. I am passionate about this culture. I am
2: passionate about Acadiana. I am passionate about my home. And while my tours offer the opportunity for everybody to have a drink or two, um, having everybody just all about booze and all about being wasted and not about the culture and not about the food culture and not about that's just not my passion, and it might be somebody's. And I would tell my brother-in-law, good luck, and I'll help okay. you. You know, I'll help you establish that, but you're gonna have to buy your own bus because I don't want my bus smelling the next morning oh, on my food get out. tour mm. like what it would smell like if I had done a booze tour the night before. You know. And what and I love so
3: about the, the, you <laughs> can, can now get say a drink or two. I didn't you know can. that. Okay. oh, I'll and you can bring it on the bus too. That's good. Yeah. That you can.
1: definitely can say this is your passion because all the things you've done in your life add up to this. You do education, That's and right. you did food service, and you did PR. And all of those things combined and make this the perfect thing for you. And
2: when I was in education, I taught Louisiana history. And I believe that's where I became passionate about our unique... Area of Louisiana. I think that's when my passion really started to grow. And if
1: anyone could see the look in her eyes right Mm -hmm. now, you can tell this is definitely her passion. The movements and the eye contact. (laughs) Jada, your brother in law says he has a great idea a men's version of Blush Boutique, Blush Boys. And he's spelling boys with a Z, by the way. (laughs) Your brother-in-law says there's no store in the whole of Acadiana, even in Lafayette, where you can get that super sharp men's fashion. He's sure that, if you can finance him, he can make Blush Boys a must-shop experience for all the men who are married to or dating the customers of Blush Boutique. What do you tell your brother-in-law? Is he onto something? Will you let him share your Facebook Lives? Absolutely not. <laughs>
3: um, one, because boys is only spelled with an S, not a Z. And two, because I've worked with family before and whenever I first started out blush, I did have a partner, and she was a cousin of mine, and now we don't speak. So there's a
1: reason why you
3: don't work with family, you don't work with close friends. Or
1: anyone who spells boys with a Z.
3: Or anyone that spells boys with a Z. Sorry if I been anyone. But um, <laughs> while I do think Abbeville needs a men's clothing store, I think that'd be amazing. But no, I don't work with family, it's just a rule. Never gonna change, never gonna happen. So is
1: men's wear something you would go into at any point? No. I don't know anything <laughs> about menswear.
3: Um, maybe my husband—that would be a good area for him. But I have thought about doing like preteen clothes again. I did children's clothes, and that was really fun. But all my kids are getting older, so now as they kind of enter that like tween and teenage age, I'd really like to have something for them that oh, yeah. was like modest
2: and, you know, and, and body types. Because <laughs> um, agreed, you agreed. know, those kids a lot of times that age struggle with their different body types and, and while they're developing and all that. Um, Of course. You know, so that
3: would... And then, again, like, something that's appropriate. I've gone to the mall and I see uh, teenagers with crop tops. Yeah, not okay. That's not okay. So I'd really like to have something that for, you know, was with
1: young women with respect for themselves and your clients already trust you and they're often in the same situation as you are right. looking for those things and once they know you they they, they there's that trust built,
3: and so right and there's a building available like two two things down i could just you know walk back and forth. that'd be perfect
0: <gasps> oh. that's a great
3: idea i've been thinking oh, about like two it two separate uh
2: two separate shops two separate One shops two. i wouldn't put
3: it in the shop i'd like to have two separate ones really to have it. like a place just for them
2: and then you know
3: I thought that's an fun. untapped market yeah. So it both
1: is. of you have started these amazing businesses. Where you're like the SEO, like I'm going to do this, and you're Facebook Live. If you ran each other's businesses, what would you do? Oh,
2: eat all day.
1: I want to <laughs> eat all
3: the
2: things. <laughs> Listen, what are the and wear my stretchy pants I, I do, not, well, I do not it. I do not eat on tour. There's a lot of research and development. I always say I've eaten plenty of everything that you will eat on my tour. But I don't eat on tour for a couple of reasons. One, I probably wouldn't fit see, in a bus seat see, I was anymore. Expecting I...
1: I do a live version of the tour so people can see what right. fun we're having. But it's about eating apparently. Right, right. Um, I mean, they all eat, but I, you know, yeah. I'm, Ooh, I'm not I just had eat an eat idea. We could do like um,
3: a boutique tour bus and you could go to all the boutiques in, you know, yeah. Acadiana or Lafayette yeah. or whatever it is. That would be cool. You could have
1: a fashion show on the bus between That's restaurants. It. I
3: don't know. It's an idea.
1: Always thinking. I, I like these ideas. <laughs> so, Marie, you get some interesting characters on your on your bus. I'm guessing. Occasionally, yeah, yeah. That'd probably be the
2: one of the things that if I talked about, we'd have to cut out. I <laughs> know. I'm just kidding. Tell us. Tell us. Um.
1: No, you get a lot of Canadians and then Australians are the second most common
2: tourists. Yeah, I think I had mentioned that. Um, our, a lot of our, a lot of Canadians. In, in, interna- when we're talking about international, yeah. I mean the most. We the, understand
1: the Canadians. The greatest
2: uh, the greatest tourism numbers are other states in the U.S. But when we're talking internationally, Canadians first. Then I believe Australia is right behind that, and then the U.K. for international. Um, I don't know. We just we have a big. Uh, I, I think our. LCDC, our. our
1: travel. Travel,
2: um, I believe they do a lot to bring uh, people there. I think they have a relationship. And why
1: do they come
2: here? For the music and the food, literally the music and the food, and and we just I have to have, add boutiques onto to that. That's and we it. Add, well, that's you know, people, really. and, and, the people, that that all counts. And the, the uh, festivals and and um, yeah, and it's the people that make all that. It's, it's not the, It is the people that yeah. mm-hmm. make the food and the and the uh, music and the festivals and, like you said, the people talk about how, but they don't know until they get here. They're not coming for the people, but once they come, they can't believe. How um, how friendly this area is and how um, welcoming this area is. And
1: you're often the first but local they meet. I'm guessing sometimes. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. And it is so fun. Oh,
2: that that is what makes me love this business. After I've done uh, tomorrow, I'm doing my 1200th tour. And uh, okay, I haven't done all of them, but I've done probably a thousand of you them myself. You did the first 700. I by did about yourself. the first 700 by myself, and so I've probably done close to a thousand of them. But um, <coughs> That's, you just hit on what, like me being... I don't know, like the liaison, or the, the face of
1: Acadiana. Yeah,
2: like to, to be able to turn people on to this area, people who have never had crawfish or have never don't even know what boudin is, or um, have or think they've had gumbo, but they had it in Texas, <laughs> you know? And oh, then they're or like, New Orleans? Oh, I don't New want. Orleans is yeah, not and they're the same. Like, come on, yeah, we had gumbo on our way in from California. We stopped in Texas and had that. We didn't care for it. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you didn't. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know. Um, I'm going to introduce you to some real gumbo. So this is J- gumbo with E-A-U-X at It's <laughs> totally different.
1: Jada, practical question. Where do you get the clothes that you sell in your stores, or is that a trade secret?
3: Not a trade secret. Believe it or not, I've never been to a market. Um, I've only done online. So basically, I'm, I feel like I'm a personal shopper. So what I do is I go online, these wholesale websites, and I find things, and it's kind of harder online, you know, because you don't know how something's going to fit, but I really have to after a few years of experience now I know how things fit I know you know what my clientele is and what they want and a lot of times on Facebook I'll put a poll out hey I'm ordering um, solid t-shirts everybody likes the shirts what colors y'all want and they'll tell me and so I'll order those shirts and then they buy them because they told me they wanted those colors I don't have to guess that's brilliant and I know that yeah it's brilliant but it's so simple Just really asking people, hey, what do you want? Because I'll get it if you want it. And um, I had posted a picture of these, like, velvet pants one time. And I'm like, hey, I like these. Is anybody else? And they're like, yeah. And they sold out within an hour of buying them. So it's like... People just really want to have a personal relationship with the person buying the. And it's about
1: trust. We buy things on the internet, but they know you and they trust you, and they're they're really buying your style for themselves. If
3: something doesn't, you know, something comes back and the material isn't done well or has some loose stitching, I'll send it back. I'm not going to sell that. I'm not going to put that in my store. I'm not going to put that on anyone.
1: Sometimes inspiration hits you when you least expect it. On the other side of the coin, challenges can come along when you least expect them. Being able to recognise a good idea when you hear it and being able to ride it out through the tough times when they happen is what sorts the men from the boys, or the women from the girls in this case. Maria and Jada, you're both inspirations and you're also extremely dedicated and hard-working. Congratulations on your many triumphs today. I look forward to following both of your continued success. Thank you for taking the time to join me today on Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been... Maria Ducotti, the owner of Cajun Food Tours, and Jada McGee, the owner of Blush Boutique in Abbeville. You can find out more about Maria's tours and Jada's fashions by following the links on our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Morel. Our researchers are Anne Christian and Ali Coates. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on on our website itsacadiana.com and on our It's Acadiana Facebook page. These photos were taken by Gwen O'Quam. You can get this show and past shows as a podcast wherever you get podcasts, including Spotify. And you can find all of our podcasts at itsacadiana.com. You can also keep up with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. You'll find those links on our website itsacadiana.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. I'm Aileen Bennett. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the lunch table for more business Acadiana style on Out to Lunch.
0: Out to Lunch Acadiana is recorded live over lunch at Café Vermilionville in Lafayette. Café Vermilionville is open Monday to Friday for lunch and six nights a week for dinner with a courtyard that sets the scene for fine Louisiana cuisine. The Atalanche Acadiana theme music, Encore Monsieur Nice Guy, is written by Mitchell Foreman and performed by Mitchell Foreman and Andre Michaud. Out to Lunch Acadiana Business Consultants are Pete Prados from Innovate Acadiana and Destin Ortego from The Opportunity Machine. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Joneswalker.com. And by... Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. Support for Out to Launch Acadiana comes from the Wyndham Garden Lafayette, located off Pinhook near Cali Saloon. Wyndham Garden Lafayette is a pet and family-friendly hotel with reception space for large and intimate events, free parking, free Wi-Fi, and a free shuttle within three miles that includes the airport and downtown restaurants.